This week, what a farce, what a flop. I guess it needed to happen a second time, once wasn't enough. The disease is spreading, it's affecting players like Buffon, Buffon. So Mel, James and I are going to explore the mental failures of Paris Saint-Germain, which are now a pattern. We're going to dig deep. It's going to hurt. This is PSG talking. probably going to be the grimmest, the darkest, the saddest, angriest uh, PSG talk podcast ever. Um, this is a post Paris Saint-Germain Manchester United podcast, uh, which happened on Wednesday. Today is Sunday. Look at our faces. Hi. It's been tough. It's been tough. Um, it's uh, it's amazing what football can can do to to you in both ways. Uh, I had one of the shittiest weeks at work. I'm sick. I'm better now. I may cough and sneeze and all that during the podcast. Uh, it was a shit week. I know we're not supposed to curse, but today we're going to curse. It was an awful freaking week. I don't know for you guys, but that day started it's it's been absolutely miserable in the bay area we had we had we had rain non-stop for like 20 days it's the end of the world so i'm 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 waking up my throat hurts the weather's awful okay little hints i've seen before but you know you 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 like come on be be rational come on not this time the game starts, first second of footage, big, big rain in Paris, cold. And then you see the player's black shirt. No, no, come on, no, come on, be rational. And then the game starts, two minutes in. We've seen that before, two minutes in. How possibly can we start the game the worst way by giving a goal within two minutes. Here it is. Here's a goal for you. Thank you. Would you like it? Yes. Thank you very much. I think I'm I'm gonna grab the ball and score. Well, no. A few minutes later, the player we hired to um, for for his prestige, experience, incredible experience, uh, one of the most ex experienced player in professional sports amazing figure um winning mentality does something like you no 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 you don't do that now he does to know um i'm sorry um we we tied the game i forgot mm-hmm don't we? Juan Bernat. Juan Bernat. And when we do, 
we're feeling better. Still a f slight feeling of dread. But the team has reacted. We're back, 1-1. One, one. Okay. I don't know about you guys, but I still have a little, like, on the tip of my tongue in my chest, a little feeling of dread. We've been, we've been there before. And then the second goal, you know, you know, you know, it's up. And uh, the second half, nothing happened. Absolutely nothing happened. And and what I would like to explore today, and we'll 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 go with the flow. We'll go with your mood, your your feelings, your um, your thoughts. How rational can you be? Your we'll we'll take it all, but. I'd like to focus on in here because, and also our listeners, they had plenty of days to hear the, the crying, the whining, the rage, the, the usual cliches and platitudes in the media and all. Um, we all had time to be, uh, you know, you realize we are we were the la laughing stock of Europe. We are the biggest bottlers and again the laughing stock of, of Europe, and we should be. But nobody really tried to dig deep um, in the mind of these players, and I'd like to try that today because Mel, you 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 wrote an article on the blog. Uh, making a parallel with with uh, what's it the baseball team the the the, the which yeah team? well you know I, I I yeah I just finished part two of that and hopefully Ed will be able to get it up um, fairly shortly um, but yeah I talk a little bit about uh, the Dallas Cowboys uh, Dallas Cowboys I thought it was the the New York Giants yeah yeah got confused yeah. In the NFL and and the difference in terms of the psychology of the team top to bottom uh, versus what we saw and what we have seen uh, over the past few years. So yeah, we can get into that as well. I'm seeing patterns, guys. I don't know about you, James. Uh, no, I, I am too. Man. Do you see that pattern? That yes. two-minute goal we gave. I, I definitely There's do. There's no coincidence there. And 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 we thought, well, maybe it's the type of players we have. I see another pattern now. It's contagious. When Gianluigi Buffon does that, despite his years of experience and, and his incredible winning mentality, he's affected by it. Now he's like any other player. Now he's like, you know, we think, oh, it's Thiago Silva's fault. He cries a lot. It gets just emotional. Doesn't mean that because he cries, he, he cannot. Let's not forget what he did in in, in Chelsea. Um, there's a root. There's a cause. There. There's a. It's very difficult. We we we're just going to assume, but we know. Let's look. So let's look at this game. Let's rewind and see what what happened. Let's try to compare with. Um, or not, with the remontada. Do you see similarities with the remontada? We know we have different players. We, ha we know we have similar players. Some players went through the remontada. Some didn't. Same feeling of dread. 
Why do you think? Is there an explanation? And how to get out of that ditch? Guys, I think we reached the bottom. Oh, well, actually, it's Paris Saint-Germain. There's, there's, it's a less <laughs> bottom, but they'll invent a new one. But, um... Well, Guillaume, Guillaume, let me say this. I think that the, the match itself does not explain the problem, but symptoms, no. symptoms of the problem can be found in the match. Yes. Right. And, you know, it's interesting because, uh, you know, from a statistical standpoint, and you know, I like to bring that to the table when we talk about, talk about matches. And it's appreciated. You know, it's, uh, it's the first time since 1997 against Bayern Munich that we've given up two goals in the first 30 minutes in European competition like that. You know, we have a consistency uh, at home uh, that um, was was bastardized uh, the other day uh, on the 6th. Uh, and, you know, to bring it all the way back to Bayern Munich for, for Manchester United, it was the fastest goal they had scored in the European competition since Wayne Rooney scored it uh, in 63 seconds against Bayern Munich. Uh, you know, they uh, were probably as shocked uh, at, were, yeah. at the opportunity that, that they were given uh, as we were. Um, Tilo Kerr uh, is a young kid who started off this season inconsistent, making mistakes in the early part of the season just like the mistake he made that night. Yeah, remember the, his first cap with Paris Saint-Germain. Yes, it was a mess. It was a mess. And, yeah. and he looked uh, very similar to that early Tilo care uh, uh, that night. He, he passed out of panic, out of anxiety, out of a lack of mastery of the moment. Um, uh, Jean-Louis Buffon uh, making that type of mistake at this point in the Champions League isn't typical. Now, he also has never won a Champions League. So let's keep that in mind. Um, you know the journey that we were on. Should we w should we have completed it, uh, which obviously we won't. But have we completed that journey? That would have been a first for him as well. Um, and so, two things that um, mature teams who are who spring from the proper culture, uh, those things would never happen to those teams. Uh, happen to us again. Um, and again, I would say, and I don't want to go on and on. I want to give James an opportunity to rant, <laughs> but the, the game was very, very symptomatic of a larger problem that if it's not fixed, this will be the ignominy to which we're sentenced going forward. Yeah. There's a pattern. Yeah. James, go for it. Anything you want to say? <laughs> Uh, I think the first thing I want to say is, as much as I like uh, talking to you guys, I really don't want to be here talking about this today. Thanks uh, for coming. Thanks for <laughs> this coming. Was, this was uh, on my last. This is, I didn't. I didn't want to have to talk about. I this. almost. I almost canceled. To be frank with you guys, <laughs> I was like, Do I really want to do this? It's gonna be that. So yeah, thanks. Well, and the game is going to be painful, but I think the analysis as we get to it will be uh, will be better. But go ahead. Mm -hmm. And and uh, Mel, to your point, your your article, uh, I I uh, can 
at least relate to it a lot uh, because I am a Cowboys fan. Uh, my, my dad played for the Cowboys. I've seen this story. Uh, it seems like I see it once in the winter or, or at the end of at the end of the calendar year and at the beginning of the calendar year, PSG is right there to remind me that. Uh, Ouch. Yeah, no, it's rough. It's rough. Um, but that larger issue that um, that you're alluding to, I at least for me, I feel like maybe it's in our preparation up yeah. to the week. Like, I, and I don't know, I don't know what. It's pointing there, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, it seems approach. like whatever our approach is yeah. to handling business um, when all the chips are on the line, and it seems like a a match in which we can just walk into, show up and win. We still haven't figured out how to how to deal with that. Um, and when we have the inver- adversity during the game or during the match, it, it's it didn't seem like we know what to do. And I think maybe that's coming from some of our older players that have been through this, that seem maybe they've gotten, uh, dare I say, accustomed to it. Uh, think players like Thiago Silva, who's unfortunately had to go through the 6-1, um, Edison Cabani, the, the, the guys that we have that are supposed to be leaders um, I don't know that they're – it seems like the approach that they take in matches like this isn't quite where it needs to be yet. Sometimes it is, though. That's the – that's where it's difficult, really, because we were – my God, I have the memory of a 150-year-old man. Um, in, in Anfield. Very, very important game. We, they score. We tie it again. They score again. We tie again. And we were completely dominated. And so why there? They didn't. They they look completely dominated, but not necessarily mentally. Well, well, in, I... in in Napoli, there was adversity there, mm-hmm. right? We were not behind, but in Enfield we were. Napoli, we scored, and then we got tied on, but mentally we were there. The critical game against Liverpool at Parc des Princes, that was a we-no-go-home. We couldn't lose that game. We, we had to win that game. We won that game. There's some psychological mechanism that has to be a combination of things, tension, importance of the game, added to the frustration when we're starting to get frustrated, like things we are not, we're not performing how we should. Look at Mbappe, look at this guy. Who, how many other players his age have this winning rage, I can do it mentality? It's my first World Cup. I'm going to shine, he did. It's my first World Cup final. I'm going to score, he did. And you see his fumble at the 80th minute, the one-on-one, and he's like, ah. like even him. There's something there. It's, there's, it's not a simple answer. But yes, 
Yes, James. Uh, and and Mel, you would agree with that. There's some we can say if if Kerr makes these mistakes two minutes in, it may, it means he came on the pitch like mm -hmm. this. Right. Came Nothing on the happened before. Yeah. Nothing happened before. He came on the pitch not like not that. ready. Not ready to deal with the match top down. Which he was, means he was psychologically reaching up to to meet the level of the match. And he wasn't coming in the match top down. And he wasn't down. the only one. Or, no, and he wasn't the only one. And and, and, and the staff didn't see it, the coach didn't sense it. Or but, if but they I, did, what can they do about it? I mean, it's... But, but, but the coach, the coach, to his credit across the year, has tried some pieces of, of culture oh. to, to, to fix sure. this thing. Sure. And uh, to the credit of players like Mbappe, and Mbappe is a great example across the year of... You know, Even him. He, yeah, but he's doing, for the most part, he does what he's always done which is to see every single thing at every single level as a test to be dominated, mm -hmm. right? Everything, you know, from Claire Fontaine on up, you know, can I be the youngest to do this? Can I be the youngest to do that? You know, people don't think I can do it at Monaco. Let me show them throughout the Champions League. People don't think that I'm ready in the World Cup. Let me show them. Everything he saw as a test, and he, he came at those things psychologically top down, right? Always thinking, there's no challenge that can be put in front of me on a football pitch that I can't get to. And, and even he was, was impacted by, by the moment, I think. Um, but I think James says something that, that I think is instructive. Um, and I'm going to refer to a lot of things that I'm also written about, but you know, you, the practice, the run up to the week matters. And what you do in terms of your practice culture all year in the run-up to this practice week matters. Now, you know, we know people who get to see Paris Saint-Germain practice uh, time in and time out. We even know people who see them behind closed doors. And no one would characterize the culture of practice uh, the culture uh, uh, PFG uh, on non-match days as, you know, similar to, for example, Barcelona's La Maeza culture, right? And part of the problem with that at the highest level, I would argue, is that, you know, when you're a Barcelona, and again, they're a rare example, right? But let's take Barcelona under Xavi and Iniesta. Right. Juve, Juve, AC Milan you, of the good Right, teams. right. Or, or and, yeah, and, and when you're talking team culture, I think those are the right ones to call out. But you could even call out individual people, Michael Jordan, Cristiano Ronaldo, you know, Jerry mm. Rice. Mm. The things that they become legendary and known for is just as much the work off the pitch and off the field as it is on the field. There are no stories, Guillaume and James, about players going, man, have you heard about those PSG practices? They're more incredible sometimes than the games, right? You'd never hear that. What you hear is, oh, they kicked it around, it was kind of relaxed. And what you see is, oh, they kicked it around and it was kind of relaxed, right? And that's the problem. The problem is we don't have a culture that says our job is to perform against our perfect higher selves all the time. The best teams and the best players are never playing against the team that's in front of them. They're always playing against their perfect higher selves. 
their theoretical higher selves. So Jordan was always playing against the perfect Jordan in his mind. Cristiano Ronaldo Mm -hmm. is always playing and practicing against the perfect Cristiano Ronaldo in his mind, a player I can't stand. But no one works harder than he does, which is why he's lasted so long at the highest But level. but you you're giving examples of like the greatest in professional sports. Right, and when you aspire to, we be don't that, need to be there. I think that that's like. But we need to be, be trying to get there. Yes, right. to aspire it, to get. It there. is the relentless pursuit of perfection that we need as our culture. Sure. We don't need perfection as our culture. And then when no. we lose, fans can understand that. They don't show up at the Parc de France in their hundreds wondering where the culture and the heart of the team is. Mm-hmm. If we can see the relentless pursuit of perfection in everything that we do, it's okay not to be perfect because you're pursuing perfection. So right now, now we see what Tuchel, like you said, Mel, like what Tuchel is trying to do. Now we see why against, I forgot the name of that little village we played against in the Coupe de France. France. Thank you. Right. Why he and he's so mad. Bad. That's right. And he's, and he's mad. Broke. But he's the only one. He's well, at least someone is. Right. But that. But the, my point is that's the problem in terms of the peer level culture, in terms of. And James called him out. I will call him out as well. The Tiago Silvas of the world, um, who want the. They want the armbands. They want to lead, but leading means that when we give up two goals in the second and thirtieth minute to Man United that we're not supposed to. You and I and everybody on the pitch can see Thiago Silva ripping somebody's butt yeah, apart. I didn't see that. I saw that from Mbappe. I saw I it from Mbappe. That. I did not see it from anybody else. And so you were right, Guillaume. The whole time, I'm worried about that back line because they looked like the moment was too big for them. Yeah. And this is the captain, right? And then you look back at his history and his career and you realize he's never really won anything of importance anyway, Right. So where is he going to get that from? Well, he'd have to yeah. bring it to the table or come into a culture. He's not going to be the culture creator. Mbappe is a culture creator, right? So but we don't we, have enough of those players. Let's not talk about the players. Let's try. I, I'm, I, I would like. It's going to be difficult to to get some structure in this podcast. No, I mean it's you know because everybody's pissed, right? No, right. but it's because there's so much to talk about. Yeah. This is another factor. The the. Aiming for excellence is a factor. We don't have that culture yet. We have the right coach for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would agree with that. But there's all the other factors than, than that. The penalty, we, we'll talk about the penalty. When it came, I was like, yeah, sure, of course. Of course, of course this is happening. Of course the VAR is going to be called, and of course they're going to call the penalty. I mean, that, I had... No doubt, as soon as, you know, I knew it. This, this is it. Demaya is the one, what's the name of that guy? He's got a strange name, that C-team Manchester United dude. Forgot. Who, who did the shot? Demaya vaguely pressure him. It's Demaya. He's at least there. He's tracking back, and he goes like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to vaguely put myself in... In front, it's too late. At the 70th minute, Tuchel made two changes. Obviously, he and his team had a feeling that we couldn't score. That was that night. We couldn't score. You 
you're playing a win or go home game or don't lose or go home game. It's the 70th minute. Your team is having one of the shittiest nights. Nothing's working. They are, there's a great word in French for that that doesn't really exist in, in, in English, febrile. Uh-huh. It's a mix of being worried, afraid, and nervous at the same time. They, they we also use it when, you, when you're feverish. Like, yeah. And you can see the body language of everybody. Nothing's working. They, they have that in them now. We can't lose this game. What do you do? You take a big guy, big, strong defensive midfielder. You're grabbing by the collar from, from the, the, your coaching spot. You see, now you kill. You come in, you cut everybody in half. Don't get a yellow or red. You come in, you, you, you defend like your life depends on it. You put that guy in. He's going he's gonna to run towards the Manchester United guy who's about to shoot a goal. And that guy is not going to hit Kimpembe in the hand. We didn't have that guy. We don't have a guy like this in midfield. No, he's, he's running the youth team right now. Yes. Well, and he also he stopped running when he was still playing, but he used to be able yeah. to do off-smell trouble. And when he had the legs, do that. Also, we had another guy like this who sometimes did, did clear moves similar to what I'm describing, and now he plays for Juve. Mm-hmm. And he was able to like, transform from time to time for key periods of games in a pure DM. Run, 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 run. We don't have that neither. This is another factor why we lost that game. It's little things that add up, and it adds up and adds up and adds up. And it seems that every time the stars are lying against us. But this is a Champions League. It's the most competitive tournament on earth. It's easier to win the World Cup or the Euro than the Champions League. The best players in the best clubs. It's absurd. Every little detail counts. And we're seeing now, oh my God, how far away we are from winning it. So let's go back to the the mental aspect. The approach is wrong. James, you mentioned that. Mel, you agree with that. I'm right there with you. Lack of excellence in training on a regular basis, but we're seeing that the coach is trying to to create that culture, and we've seen perhaps some positive signs. Still a long way to go. The organization, the organization has had the wrong goal. You know, it yeah. began the the Qatar sport investments began with the wrong goal. The goal that they articulated when they took the club over was to win the Champions League in five years. And that's the wrong goal. That's for, what they said. Right. But that's but the wrong really the goal. The goal well, was but, to create a brand, wasn't it? Well, yeah. The goal well, was to, well, yeah, I, we could get definitely get into, into that portion of it. Right. right. And that's, that's very real. Right. Um, and I've seen a lot of, the, a lot on the Twitter scape asking the question of, of what are we? Right. Um, but let's, let's take them at their word. Um, that's still even the wrong goal. 
the right goal for me is to have an organization that relentlessly pursues perfection in every day, all day, because, you know, we, you know, everybody wants to talk about what we spend, right? But let's be real, 90 years before Barcelona won a European title, right? 90 years. Um, it was, it's about how we go about our business. It's not that we haven't won the Champions League. It's the ways in which we've lost the opportunity. So to it's win. not necessarily the wrong goal. It's definitely the wrong way to get there. Right. You're not going to get there by saying, yeah, because, because there's no, that's a, that's a, like a light switch, right? You've either, there's one person at the end of the year who gets to turn the light switch on and everyone else has a light switch that's off. That's a binary goal. That's not something that you can work at every day. How do you work in September to win the Champions League final? That's not, but you can work in September to defeat the perfect version of yourselves. See, see Barcelona, one of, the more, one of the more key insights that I heard translated from Xavi about Barcelona and the culture there was that, again, they never played against the opposition that was in front of them. They played against their best possible selves. And they held themselves accountable and they were harder on themselves against the so-called minnows that they played than they were in the big games. Why is that? Because their job is to fully express themselves. That's their job, is to fully express themselves. That's the la our, our lack of focus on that, I think, is our problem, right? One of them. Yeah, one, one big one, right? Mm -hmm. we, should, we have the wrong goal. And if you have the wrong goal, which is the goal should be, how do we make sure that Parisian football culture through Paris Saint-Germain is the relentless pursuit of excellence in every single, every single day, all day, forever? That's the focus. And then winning comes out of that. Right. And if you're working harder in practice against each other than what you'll ever see on the pitch, then no moment is too big for you. Right. But the problem is when you're when you're relaxed and oh, we're just we're good, we've got skill, we've got talent, we're relaxed. But you haven't tested yourselves in the cauldron of the 95 percent of the time that 5 percent comes along. It's, it's new. It's unfamiliar. You haven't dealt with it. Let, let me ask you, James. I, I'm, I'm going to ask this question because I have, of course, an answer to it. But would this would have happened with Ibrahimovic at Paris Saint-Germain? Do you think that Ooh. mental crackdown, failure, break, like the remontada and this, which we'll find a name for, in the next few days. Yeah. Ibrahimovic with us in the group, either on the bench or injured or, you know, in the stadium, watching the game or playing, would that have happened? That's a great question. Um, I'm going to say I don't think so because I, I believe that Ibrahimovic would have been in everybody's face, whether it, needed, whether it was a manager an assistant manager, uh, Tiago Silva, whoever. I, I feel like that he is somebody that he, I mean, he even takes that approach now in the MLS. He's playing for freaking LA Galaxy, you know, out there where you're at. And he's talking about breaking records that most of the world doesn't even care about. So I, I think that 
you're right. That's that's kind of, that's some that's the mentality. Remember the tattoo in Chelsea? You got the red. The team didn't panic. Right. Yeah. Ibra. No, you're right. I think that that's great. We were losing games. We lost against Barcelona. We won actually during the, the group stages. They were just better right. than us. Right. We were not a great football team, but there was one charismatic leader in that team. And you know And you can take those losses. You can take and, those losses. And you can take those, well, yeah. yeah. You'll bounce back. Right. When, when we you don't lose have... somebody better than you, I those are easy to swallow. Listen, last but year Real Madrid because you beat yourself to an inferior side that doesn't have any doesn't even have the right to be on the same pitch as you during their composition that that hurts. Last well, year I, Real Madrid I, I, were I would, better I would than us. Cha- yeah, I would challenge that a little bit James in, in saying that you know Manchester United this year is, is a very interesting beast. Right. I think there's no doubt that they had a lot of injured players. Right. Mm-hmm. Some of their injured players haven't performed all year. Right. So that, that that's a little bit of a of a logical fallacy. They're like, oh, Alexis Sanchez wasn't even playing. Well, Alexis Sanchez hasn't played effectively for them for a while. Right. Um, Romelu Lukaku is 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 a, is a solid international player. Mm-hmm. I like him. Uh, Marcus Rashford has world class speed. Right. There were some threats there. And, and, you know, I think I saw it posted. uh, I can't remember if it was Opta or someone else who posted that actually the cost on the pitch, uh, uh, the amount that they spend is very similar to the amount we spent. Yeah. It's very, very similar, if not more. So, so, but, you know, if you were to put these teams on paper, I think you're absolutely right. There's no question that, that we should come out on top. Um, at a minimum, we should have gone through the tie. And, the, uh, you know, I think part of, you know, what you said was, you know, would, would, would this have happened under Ibrahimovic? It's 50-50, right? Certainly, yeah. certainly Ibrahimovic would have, you would have left the night knowing that he did everything he possibly did to control what he could control. Yeah. Ibra- Ibrahimovic doesn't play defense. You're right. And, no, but his sheer presence... It's real. He's it's, that. That's why I say 50-50, because it's real, and that presence matters. The, his, the way he conducts himself, and I talk about this in the, in the article, when you're doing it right, you uplift everyone else's game. Nothing wrong right. really can happen to us because we have Ibrahimovic. Right. This right. giant. He's, he's the, you know, the protecting giant. Another factor. Um, I'm trying, you know, to explain, and there's many, there's no one reason. There's many reasons, some big, some smaller, and they all add up. This is, re- what we've done is absolutely remarkable, guys. It's, um, it's almost unheard of. Now we have a psychological pattern. How are we going to bounce back? We will, when that's going to be another part of this podcast, um, now I'm almost proud to to have this team of butlers. The harder the challenge, the sweeter <laughs> the victory. But we'll get there. So I not don't having about, I don't know about all that, but <laughs> not having this charismatic presence. I'll give you an example. Um, I remember a, a 
France Czech Republic game. Czechoslovakia, Czechoslovakia. Well, I think it was Czech Republic. They had just become um, Czech Republic. First international cap by Zinedine Zidane. France national team was not believing they could do anything. And they had that victim feel about them. Oh, oh. It's a friendly, but lots of shenanigans going on. The fans were mad. And that dread, that feeling of dread. Czech Republic is up to, no, it's a friendly, but dreadful. Come a guy, nobody's seen, on the side, uh, number, I don't know, 23, Zinedine Zidane. And he's like, you can't, you know, it's like, oh, there's a guy with a chain holding him. It's like, okay, 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 Zinedine. He comes in, he's fuming, there's flames in his eyes. Scored two goals, 2-2 two -two final game. The French players were like, oh, are we allowed to believe? And Zidane scored two amazing goals, of course. First cap. In here. Another we have guy, no one. Another guy who sees every moment as a test, as every moment as an opportunity to, to conquer, every moment as a competitive challenge. We have one guy like this. He's 20 years old. He cannot be the savior yet. Kylian exactly. Mbappé will get there. He's not here, he's not here yet. So that's another factor. Um, but, yeah. And if, this, and if this keeps happening, he won't be here after next year. No. Because leadership, he, leadership, he, captain. He, cap, yeah, I can't. I'm a huge fan of Thiago Silva, but not as, as, a, as a captain. I think he's a phenomenal central defender. But that's it. I can't defend him as a captain anymore. This is it. Uh, he's not the right captain for this team. Period, 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 period. Maybe he'll be a great captain elsewhere. He's still the, well, I'm not sure if he's still the, the, the Brazil national team captain. No, he's not. He's not. Mm -hmm. Okay. But he cannot be a captain. So what do we do? Well, we'll, we'll talk about that later too. What now? Um, so... Lack of leadership, lack of charisma. I'm sorry, I'm lack of um, technical leadership. I'm gonna cough because I can't speak anymore. Hold on, I'm gonna turn the mic off. Sorry, guys. Hello, I'm back. You better now. You good? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so, lack of mental leadership, lack of technical leadership. Neymar wasn't there. Lack of excellence of an intensity on a regular basis in training. Lack of defensive midfielder or bench depth. Slight lack of culture. That's already five points. Um, lack of luck. Come on, yes, this. But it's this is luck. all. This is right. all linked. The lack of luck is is what's the chicken, what's the egg? Right. James, am I missing anything? In the I don't lack? think so. I don't. I don't think there's. I don't think you're missing anything that we haven't covered yet. Um, I mean, the the, the Buffon. Maybe, maybe maybe lack of belief. Because um, one thing that I that I pondered over was um, when the game first started, I expected to see Manu kind of scrambling to and pushing 
trying to score. And I didn't get that from them. Um, seemed like to me they were – their game plan might have just been, hey, let's sit back and let the action work. And they'll they'll find a way to to give us one. They'll, they'll make a mistake. We just have to be opportunistic. I didn't feel like they thought that they needed to actually go take it. That they they kind of they they were told to defend well, which they did. Mm-hmm. Number one, defend well, don't take a goal, and see how it goes. Yeah, they were told they were told defend counter. We'll try to get one in the first half. Defend counter. We'll try to get one in the second half. That's what they were told. So I and I don't. I mean that that kind of goes back into you know the whole mentality thing, but um, that deflation that we all had at at two minutes in, uh, I think the the only difference. Uh, so I'm going to go back to when you were saying about how we had to we had to overcome that adversity with Liverpool and Napoli in the group stage. Uh, to me, that nuance between this game and those games were, I, at least me personally, I still felt like that we could bottle it in the in the group stage. I still thought that they were trying to shake that feeling of we can't go out like this, and that they still felt that nobody believed in them. Yeah, it was performance from anxiety and fear, not performance from mastery. Right. right. And this time, maybe me being naive was I, those doubts that I had of, man, are we gonna really, are we really gonna bottle this one? You know, going into the game, I was like, no, we can't. This is I've seen them perform against Liverpool, against Napoli. You know, I've seen them do it already. They can, you know, they can squeeze this one out again. And it seemed like as soon as I believe that this was what they were supposed to do this time you get punished (laughs) and i know you've been doing it a lot longer than i have but yes oh boy and i I don't know how to put that into words to a bullet point of it's difficult no you've caught it you've caught it and i think the key is and it hurts the nuance of it right it's 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 we make it about us now it's like is there something wrong with me yeah right (laughs) right the answer is no. Sorry to cut you, Mel. The answer no, is no. No, no, no. It, 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 you, you start thinking about your whole life. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, it's like, <laughs> it, that's what that thing wants to do with you. Say no. I was, before I was a Paris Saint-Germain fan, I was a na- French national team fan. In 1993, in the World Cup qualification, France had two games left. They oh. needed one point. Bulgaria. To go through, they needed they 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 went to Israel, mm. and then they were they were uh, the, the next game was Parc des Princes against Bulgaria. Papin, Cantona, Ginola, all those guys. They lost in Israel. Okay, well it's gonna be all right. They dominated. I don't have the game stats, but it's probably close to what we just saw against Manchester United. The second half, Bulgaria was nowhere. No, nowhere, nowhere, nowhere. 92nd minute, counterattack after a bad cross from Ginola. He's still hearing about it. Mm-hmm. 
they can try this action, the same action, 30, 40 times. They will never score the goal they scored. Unstoppable. Just in the, un, that's it. France is out of the World Cup. The beginning of the action, that dread. I know the feeling. This is the French national team I'm talking about. Being mentally where Paris Saint-Germain has been several times. 2010, the bus, the French bus with the players on strike. As a French fan, how do you feel? Uh, world champion, two stars now. It's not about you. It's not about me. It really does feel like this when we hit that bottom. It's freaking awful. Because this, the, the opposite of that, when we win, when your, your beloved team wins, oh my God, the feeling is a exact opposite of that. Mm-hmm. And um, all right, Let's, we've been talking about this for about 40 minutes. Where do we go from there? Um, uh, the second earthquake has damaged the foundations of the club. First earthquake was in Camp Nou. This was in Parc des Princes. Um, it felt for a few days like, we'll, that's it. We're never going to. It felt like this. This is it. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Real question, because we have no patience now. How long is it going to take to bounce back and what to do? So we've, we've been exploring some aspects, five five things that the club needs to fix. In one particular, the approach of the game. And to, to fix the approach of the game, you have to understand the psychology of the team. You have to get the right resources to improve the psychology of the team. How do we do this? Do we need... To, to revamp the entire team would just one player with a particular mindset and charisma change the whole, you know, what little detail can change the whole thing? Do what, where do we go from, from here? James, I'm going to start with you. Where do we go now? What do we do? I, I don't know. You not, you don't have to know. I don't know. Um, I, I know that I'm glad I don't get paid to make these kind of decisions. Imagine that. Um, but I, I don't know that we have to, you know, tear it down and start over. Uh, I do think we have to, uh, I don't want to say rebuild, maybe renovate. Maybe that's the, maybe that's the word there. Um, I do think that there needs to be a more defined uh, change in leadership more than just um, moving the armband from one arm to another. I think we need to have either bring somebody in or empower somebody to feel like that they need to lead the dressing room um, and on the pitch as well, uh, because obviously what we have right now is not cutting it. Um, And I think at this point, it, it doesn't, I don't know that it starts at the manager. 
I think this starts at the at the player level. I don't I don't know that this can I don't know that this kind of change comes down from on high. This is not something that the board is going to fix or Tuchel is going to fix or Kalifi like they somebody in that dressing room has to decide that this is enough and do something about it and maybe even I, I don't want to say Mbappe's too young. I know he's twenty, but those are the kind of born leaders that you want dictating things. If if you know Mbappe in practice is you know if he's scoring goals in practice that he feel like he should be scoring, you know, maybe it's time to get in the face of Thiago Silva and say, Hey look, you know, I'm trying to get better and how I get better is you know, you giving me a better, you know, defending me better in, in, in practice and training. We need to start seeing each, seeing those sessions as, um, an actual training session where you, where you feel like you have to work to get whatever, you know, work to get better, where you're, you don't have that lack of confidence that you can just or lack of confidence in your back line that you can just go out there and you're scoring as many goals as you want to, and you have to prove it to everybody. Um, so to bring it back to kind of a, an American sports thing, I'm an Alabama fan, and I feel like, you know, when they're in practice, they feel like that their offense is playing against the best defense in the country, and the defense is playing against their best offense. So every week when they're going toe-to-toe in their training sessions, Everybody feels like they're getting better. And I think it takes some special form of leadership that comes from inside the dressing room to change that. I don't know that we need to, like, sell a whole bunch of players and try to bring somebody in to do that. I don't think that's the way it works. So it's going to take a little bit of time, whatever. Yeah, no, it's not not something that's going to be, like, you know, over the summer and – it, so like, it starts over the summer, over the summer window and things like that, but huge reality check, I guess. So maybe the slogan of the club, Rêvons plus haut, let's dream bigger, should be temporarily changed. Let's dream smaller for a while. <laughs> just jouant plus grand, oui? Play bigger. Play bigger. Or not just dream bigger. Let's be bigger. Right. Let's be bigger. Mm-hmm. Mel, where do we go from here? You know, I think, where I think, do we go from here? I think James, 70% of, of what James has said, I, I agree with wholeheartedly. Um, mm-hmm. the, you know, as, as I imagine, because, you know, we've already heard that one of the first things in the wake of this is Nasser Al-Khalafi's extension of Tuchel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that tells me that he sat devastated after the game the way we did, got with his personal board of directors and said, in the wake of this second earthquake, let's lock down what we know are the keys to the foundation. And one of them is the change-making style of, of Tuchel. So yeah. that, that, that's gotten done. Poor um, Thomas. He didn't know. He had a hint, but now he he experienced it. (laughs) And 
That's how he was. Well, and you know, your 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 deployment of the French national team in this conversation is, is powerful, right? Because you've got '93 and Bulgaria, then you've got Zidane, and then you've got '98, and then you've got you know the Euros, and then you've got the bus. And I've got a counterexample, Mel. I've got a counterexample oh. to that: the World Cup final, right? First half, as to the Croatians, right? France, one shot on goal. Two goals, 30% possession, no, nothing. The stats of the French national team, the first half, you're like, well, no, it's impossible. Were they playing? Yeah, they, they, were on, they were on the pitch. Nothing. They go to the locker room, 2-1. The Croatians were like, then... 70th minute, Croatia has been pushing. They're getting there. What's the name of that um, alternative punk band from uh, from Russia? The Pussy Riot. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, as there was momentum for the Croatians, Pussy Riot comes in. You see the French players with a huge smile being like, yeah, right on. And Mbappe was like, yeah, cool. And you see the Croatians being mad like... What is this madhouse? Counterexample to, and that's the French national team right there. This is not rational. This is voodoo stuff. It's like human psychology. And it's, it's very bizarre. Sorry to interrupt you. No, Keep- I, I, I was just saying that, that, that for me, that affirms a portion of what James is talking about, which is when you have the right players, they can, through the force of their personality, raise the game of other people and drag them to victory. You know, it, you know, if you look at uh, Mbappe versus Argentina, Mbappe in the final, Zidane uh, in almost every tournament, Zidane for Real Madrid versus Leverkusen, just dragging people to victory on the back of the strength of their personality and their technique and their will. Right. And if you mm-hmm. think about their will, their will, right. And if you think about, and, and, and that's why Ibrahimovic mattered across this conversation as well, because the last time that we had someone who could exert their will, not only on their own game, which is what Mbappe can do, mm-hmm. but on other people's game. Yeah. Right. And, and so I think, yes, there's no doubt that a large portion of this is going to come from the types of players that we have and the will that they exert. Um, the other side of it, though, is, is, is organizational for me. It really is because really? the next time, you know, you know it, they, this team won't be able to demonstrate that they fix this problem until this time next year, yep. right? And so what we know is, though, that everything that happens in the small moments between now and then will determine that, how that goes. If they right. go through the group stage, right? But might be able to, right? They may not be able to, but, we'll but everything comes from the what happens in the small moments between now and then, right? And the 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 energy for the change in those small moments comes from organizational culture, right? It comes from Al Khalifi going, you know, my focus is no longer to model, you know, brand building, and no longer to model this idea of do we have the most luxurious and comfortable uh, training facilities to recruit players and, 
and you know what does what does the chef cook and 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 these other things where he's looking at these other clubs and going that's the type of club I want to build he's gotten that done now he's got to look at you know what happens on the pitch in practice at Juventus what happens on the pitch in practice at at Barcelona is it is it the why 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 was it the case that it was only when Tuchel arrived for example that um, they declared that that the PSG staff couldn't smoke around the players, right? That that Kelefi didn't see that, mm. right? Yeah. It took it took Tuchel to see that and declare mm. that and say you have to go off campus to smoke because this is about a certain culture. Like, I, I I agree with you. It comes from the top. I see that. I, I he didn't he didn't see that, it, you know. And I, so a culture comes from the top, very right. top. And if so the to, very top doesn't do anything about the culture. It's but combine those two things, right? Combine those two things. Players have to be – players have to. we have to have players who can exert their will. We have to have the right culture. And then you'll start seeing moments where somebody snatches, for example, Marco Verratti, and says, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why is Marquinhos' wife taking pictures of you smoking? What are you doing? Why are you disrespecting yourself and the entire team culture like that? Mm-hmm. No one is able to snatch him. Mm-hmm. And straighten them out around those things right now. And Marco Verratti right now, as good as he is, hasn't progressed the way you thought he would progress, right? In part because of the way he doesn't take care of his body. And only a weak organizational culture and mm-hmm. a weak set of captains and vice captains would allow that to happen. Oh, yeah. And um, again, I think, I mean, for a few hours I was... I was like, that's it, Nasser's done. Well, naive I was. <laughs> no, he's not. There's a long list of reasons why he's not, but he's, he's going he's gonna to stay. A president in a football club, when a president has the charisma and leadership, it falls down, it trickles down positively to every other staff member, everybody. Is the, the 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 keeper, the leader, and we don't we don't. He's he's not he's not a bad guy. He's a interesting, soft-spoken guy. He has five different hats. He probably sleeps three hours a night. He does so many. You know, there's only three hundred thousand uh, Qatari nationals. So when you're good at something, you probably do a lot of different other things. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not. He's not a great president at Paris Saint-Germain, but we stuck with him. Um, also, in the organizational part of the club, everybody's got to pull now the, to the same direction. Yes. They cannot yep. be clans in the staff. There's always clans in, in the locker room, you know, as, as players, in, among players, but not, not, the staff can't have that. So the the, the Tuchel Enrique tensions, the Jean Claude Blanc and his um, I forgot the name of this number three at Paris Saint Germain, Spanish name I think. So this this got to stop. This yeah. got to stop. Um, and you're right to worry about Kalefi's ability to snatch all four of those folks and say, and to give them an overall cultural point of view that says now you all sail in that direction. I've just told you what to do. Right, he sort of brings them on board and sort of lets the infighting He's, happen. Yes, he lets the infighting happen. Yeah. 
it's right. a, it's a, I think it's a cultural thing. You think yeah. it's, it's okay. That's something positive is going to come out of it. I don't, uh, obviously no. Um, now it's time for a possible coup at Paris Saint-Germain. Who's going to take over? Who's going to, you know, um, a lot of bad things can happen. There can be a really awful fracture in the locker room mm-hmm. between the clans. And then this may happen. This may not. Maybe to shell. I think this guy is special. Um, he's proven so far that he's a remarkable coach in team management, in, in the, the, the way the players, how close he is to the players, but the right way, not the Nasser way. Um, team management tactics, man management, uh, communication, the vibe he's got. If you give more power to Tuchel, if Nasser can do that, it'd be a, a step in the right direction. Um, someone's got to pay. It's an organization. There's a leadership. There's leaders and employees. And a head is going to fall. It's going to be a very convenient head. It's going to be Enrique. So his head's going to fall. That's your fault. Okay. Bye. So we'll see who's going to replace him. He was already pretty much doomed before the, <laughs> the game. Anyway. But that now is very convenient. Um, for me, nothing major is going to happen. I may be wrong because, listen, one summer Neymar and Mbappe, remember? One summer Neymar and Mbappe joined the club. We were like, what? <laughs> now, yeah, oh yeah. Then if it, I, if appreciate, it, I appreciate you reminding me of a good positive feeling that I had. <laughs> during this podcast thank you yeah it, it has to be reminded um we will bounce back the question is how long it's going to take how you know with whom um so mbappe just declared yeah i'm staying next year yeah which you know well and remember the context of the which in which he said it he said there's so many things going on and there's going to be so much speculation around the club let me say to you right now Yes, I'm going to be here next year to take that off the table. That's yeah. the way you said it. He gave us an, he gave us a year or two. Right. Okay, yeah, next but year. And, I'm and, there. and it's only next year. That's my. And Neymar idea. is going to be there too. Yeah. So, in the positive things. All right. Um, the season's. Well, the season's not over, but yeah, back to League One, Coupe de France. Whew. You know, sure. Uh, and there's no big tournament this summer. It's going to be pretty quiet. But if you are in love with, with this club, I, 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 I pity you because it's so difficult to be, to be a Paris Saint-Germain fan. Well, okay, uh, you're going to follow what's going to happen. And, and, and even if the football actually, the football news at Paris Saint-Germain are going to be pretty light, there's going to be a lot of things to watch. The reaction of the team. Are there going to be structural changes, major structural changes in the future month? Uh, new sporting director. What's up? Is is Jean Claude Blanc staying as uh, general manager? Is Wenger joining as co-general manager? Is Nasser going to go stay? We think he's going to he's going to stay. May go. 
oh wow, what's our financial situation? We 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 signed big new contracts, great. But as a reminder, we lost the Q the Qatar Tourism Authority contract. We're losing it at the end of the year. It used to be 200 millions per season. FFP scaled it down to 100 million, then came back and scaled it down to 68 million. That 68 million euros goes away. It's been replaced by a massive new, you know, Jersey contract. Great. Um, the Nike contract is going to be. What is our financial situation? We don't know. Um, lots of things to watch in the, the future weeks and months for this team. We still have Mbappé and Neymar. We just signed Paredes, guys. Look at this guy. He's very interesting looking. Of course, we're going to get that defensive midfielder. Um, we almost, you know, they tried to get two during the, the winter transfer window. Uh, they only got one. They will get that guy this summer. That guy that comes in at the 70th minute and breaks every, everybody in half. You wanna you wanna come in? Boom! Anyone else? Oh no, no, we good. Thank you. Yeah, like that big guy that we have haven't had in ever, which you need in some cases, and it turns out those cases happen more than we'd like. Okay, little details. We have a midfield. We have more bench depth. Oh, this makes a difference in some actions, in some phases of the game. We're not as in danger as we used to. Little by little, we're gaining confidence. Neymar not injured. Neymar there in the big games. Neymar shining, making he has here and there, but not through a season. No. He, he, we need a, a shining Neymar through a season to carry the team. He's the technical leader. He's the charismatic leader. Which is why you also need a number six to dictate to other teams when they try to kick him up, that they're going to get kicked through the wall when they try that. Boom! So sorry, I cut you in half. Right. That's because you did that to Neymar. Yeah, I know. I won't do it again. Yeah, I know you won't. Right. We don't have that. Right. These are little layers of factors that add up and add up and add up and that makes a difference let's remember where we were at the draw when we drew manchester united we were like <laughs> a month later we were like no 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 first game in 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 manchester oh my god we're there i was i was saying are we there is this that that zone the, the, the opposite of the dreadful zone, the excellence zone. Remember that game, guys? We did that game. We had never seen Paris Saint-Germain play, play like this, with that mastery, with that control, with that aggressivity, positive aggressivity, that rage. Two weeks later, boom, bada-boom, back down. But we were there. Which, te which, which, which tells me that it's about the periods of time between the games. That's what it, that's what it tells me. You know, it's not the games themselves, but it's what's happening in the run-up to the games. That, that, that tells me, uh, you know, and the... Uh, sure, there's something. Yeah, there's something. There's something going on there 
Um, and I, you know, one of the things that I take away as we sort of come to the end of this thing, one of the things I take away is um, the communication that I've seen from three players. And, you know, James, we talked about who, you know, we said Mbappe's 20, he's young, maybe he can do a portion of it, he's going to need some help. But three players said things, and the way in which they said them and the intensity with which they said them and what was said gives me a little bit of hope, and that's Kylian uh, Mbappe, um, Presnel Kimpembe, mm-hmm. and the statement that he made and what he's, what he's shown he's prepared to do, um, and Marquinhos. And I'm not a big fan right now of our current Brazilian contingent and their, their strength, their mental strength, but I, I have to say that you know, in the wake of something like this, the only thing you can say is we were entirely unsatisfactory, right? And we have to stand up as men and figure this out, you know? Um, and I appreciated that coming out of Marquinhos' mouth. And it's to be contrasted with what came out of Tiago Silva's mouth, mm-hmm. right? Tiago yeah. Silva was very much apologizing as if the world happens to him. Mm. And Marquinhos was talking about hap- taking on the world. Well, right? his own words were, now we're going to eat on shit. Yes, he started with that. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and then he said, you know, we have to stand up like men and make a decision that this can't ever happen again. That's, t- that's me acting on the world. Where Tiago Silva continues to say, you know, I'm sorry that this happened. I apologize to his fans. This just happened. We can't believe this happened. As if the world happens to him. Mm. Right? Yeah, As no, no. He's just it. a victim all the time. And this could be the be coup a, I'm talking about. You can't be a leader when you... When the Marquinhos, the Kimpembe, the Yembappe, the Young. Yeah. I mean, Marquinhos has shown he has captain potential, clearly. Um, Kimpembe is world champion. Mbappe is world champion. Yeah, they need to something. They, they they need to look at each other in the eyes and have these conversations. And I guys, they are having these conversations. Put yourself in their feet, in their There's shoes, no, right? No doubt. No oh doubt. my god! Oh my god! Imagine. Yeah. Imagine being them right now. Yeah. They, they're looking um, around. They're looking they around. The training, going, they had the training. They had the training today. They had the training today. Yeah, with five hundred ultras in the stands. Uh, hold on, I'm 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 going to have to cough again. Hold on a second. Sorry, I'll talk. You had uh, ultras collective in the stands. So they, yes, they, they. I don't know who told them. Now, guys, you're going to go and 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 face the ultras, and they did. And oh my God, that was well. well the that's... first, the, the word on the street was that the ultras were at Camp Deloge, their training facility. And that they were going to train at Palco de France because they didn't want to deal with that. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Right? And, and they had to deal with that anyway. Less right. of them. And the ultras caught up with them anyway. And the, the young players that we're talking about led the team out there to go face them. You know, if you look at, if you look at the pictures of who's standing in front, right? Who's standing in front? It's the players that we're talking about. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Go look at the pictures. That's exactly who we're talking Kim, about. Kipembe, Marquinhos, Mbappe. Mbappe. Those are the players out in front. Good. 
And then, yes. went, and then they went off to a really relaxed and lackadaisical, in my mind, practice session, which, again, that's the cultural piece they need to fix. But pieces of this are, you can see, you can see, the, you can see the germ, you can see the, the birth of the possibility of yeah. going forward, and that, that's what gives me hope, if not optimism, yeah. So besides everything we said today, both in the staff and on the pitch, there's still things to do um, at Paris Saint-Germain. Believe it, guys. Keep it up. Keep your heads up. Heads up. Color up. PSG Talk and all of its contributors, we're going to be all right. We're just, yeah. uh, <laughs> we just got to make sure that, that this team gets its mind right. So. They will. Yeah. Gentlemen, it was, uh, it was a pleasure. And um, the next uh, podcast, um, well, there's going to be a lot of things to talk about. You know what? The, the, the most exciting things in the weeks to come are not going to be Paris Saint-Germain games. It's going to be PSG talking podcasts. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, and let me say, Guillaume, if this is how you host when you're not feeling well, you're going to have to always host because you did an outstanding job. Thank you. Oh, thanks. You did. You did. Thanks. thanks, guys. All right. Uh, you wasted another fine hour listening to PSG talking. We thank you very much for that. Uh, gentlemen, it was a pleasure and we will talk to you soon. Yeah.